listening to the 7B Podcast, produced by the Bonner County Daily Bee and the Bonners Ferry Herald. My name is Victor Corral Martinez, your senior reporter for the Bonners Ferry Herald, and today I am with Jennifer Malone Wright. Hello. All right, today we're going to talk about, you know, school just finished for the year. It's summer break. Um, it's been a very interesting year, especially for school in general, and not only for um, Boundary County School District, but all of Idaho and all of the nation, schools all around the world had to deal with a lot of changes. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was the levy, that the op- maintenance and operation levy, um, originally did not pass in, uh, in last year when it was up for um, debate. And it didn't pass, and it was a, an election year, presidential election year. It was a, a big deal where we had record-breaking record turnout, um, but it didn't pass. And the majority of people did not vote for the levy. But the, the laws out here in the Idaho Constitution and the statutes in place allow for the levies to for them to have those votes like three to four times a year if they wanted to. So just uh, the original levy didn't pass, um, but in March they, you know, they ran a, a levy again, and it passed. Um, nowhere near the same voter turnout, but it still passed. Um, and I think, you know, obviously it was a presidential election year, so a lot of people came out to vote for that, um, and then that was on the the ballot as well. But this uh, levy was kind of like a only thing to vote for and most people don't know about the dates or what happened um, and one of the things that that was really interesting was a comment by um, just some people that wrote uh, letters to editors saying like it's usually for the school district like their staff and employees and family members that actually vote when it's on these off off months um, but it's a useful it's a much needed um, you know, funding for the school district. I agree. I always vote for the levy and I'm one of those people that are pro levies, but I might be a little biased because I have a bunch of kids in schools. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so yeah, I, everything that we're doing or that the levy pays for is things that our schools really need and that our kids really need because our schools are, helping raise our kids yeah so um just i looked up some of the information and the original voter turnout was 87 percent in november and that and then lost by about 500 votes um with 2802 people voting in favor i can't remember but on the ballot when we had our presidential election was it possible to just leave that blank are you I mean I filled it out so I, I don't know um, is it possible that maybe some people were just more concerned with the other things on the ballot at that point yeah I feel like there was definitely um, people that were more focused on the national um, politics yeah um, and I feel like there potentially was people that you know because of the, the intensity of this presidential election that people probably didn't want to vote on a national level or like vote period. Um, but we did have breaking turnout this past one. Um, only 27% of registered voters actually voted. So the levy passed by a thousand and fifty-one votes in March, 
in favor and 995 votes against. So as you can tell, that's like, <laughs> yeah, it's real tight. Like <laughs> 56 votes really decided it. So, um, I mean, personally, I think democracy, this is democracy and you should be, if the, you vote against it, that's what the people want. Although it is well-deserved. I feel like the school, school district in general deserve it. Um, just one of the things I've done in research is Idaho has one of the worst uh, per pupil funding. So per individual yeah. student, how much money they actually receive to help their education. It's one of the worst in the nation. Boundary County is one of the least funded in the state. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, like property taxes, low property taxes in Idaho. Yeah. Um, and some of the things I've seen by people is like they don't want to support these levies because they, you know, there's a large um, retired community out here. Yeah. And they don't have children that are in school. So they don't. I've heard that as well from from comments of people. But like you said, you know, you have, um, you know, you recently had your daughter graduate high school and you have a couple kids in, in elementary and middle school and high school. Yeah. One in each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in those situations, I mean, that's, you know, they deserve a proper education, yeah. a properly funded education. And this would have really hurt them in many ways if the levy had not passed. Yeah. Well, and just there, um, like we'll talk about here soon some of the things that the levy paid for but just like their buildings and things that they're in you know they need to be great you know great buildings for our kids to go to school and you know have everything working properly have you know nice floors and air conditioning or heat you know those kind of things um need to be all good for our kids yeah, so um, so 45 of Idaho's 115 school districts ran um, some sort of levy in this past year. So um, there are certain schools that were – or school districts where it didn't pass. And our levy is actually not that expensive. And it, it's one out of $5 uh, the school district spends comes from the local levy. That tax is $187 per $100,000 of assessed property value. And they did not uh, increase the levy because it, would de- it was already unpopular, so increasing would make it even more unpopular. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of other, you look at other school districts, like Coeur d'Alene School District, that had a $40 million supplemental levy that passed with 60% of the vote. West Bonner County had a $6.87 million supplemental levy that failed. Yeah, I heard that. So... Even the levy here wasn't that, you know, wasn't that expensive. I mean, I personally don't own a home, so right. <laughs> I'm not paying into that levy. But um, even then, like, you know, still not a lot um, being taxed unless you own multiple homes out here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really see where people are really being hurt. Well, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, taxes and that's why I think a lot of people are just like, I no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. But, um, I, I mean, when it comes to the kids and anything related to the schools, we, we should be pro helping that in my opinion. Yeah. You know what? I, I think, um, if you neglect the schools, you neglect the students, we'll all pay for it in the long run. Well, our kids are having a hard enough time as it is, being that we're so out here in Boundary County or even here in the panhandle of Idaho where 
they don't have the same opportunities that, you know, are in other places and the better our schools are. And we get a lot of, you know, volunteers that help do things for the schools and help, uh, you know, donations. They help with their time. They, there's so many different things that the communities do for these schools, but it's still, pales in comparison to what some of these other schools and other places get to provide our kids opportunity to do things with their lives yeah and that's uh, one of the other interesting things i thought was like the school the schools don't get funded as much so the people that have to step up are the teachers and faculty and staff and in this this crazy year with all the covid19 disruptions and all the you know, sending people home for, you know, COVID-19 exposure and make sure everything is clean. Um, it was definitely tough on a lot of st- yeah. uh, students <laughs> and teachers and parents. I mean, just right off the top of, of like one of the big concerns was when they sent people home or students home and they had to use computers. Not everyone had access to broadband Internet to keep up with the schoolwork or had a laptop of their own to to get the work done. Um, definitely brought a lot of changes um thankfully there was federal funding to help out uh, i think that really helped out a lot i mean it didn't fix the situations so i know a lot of the places where people could get internet but they didn't have internet um they had programs uh to help get them get internet or um some of the places if it was a matter of cost uh were working with with families on, you know, being able to pay for that so that they could continue to get internet. But they had opened up like parking lots. Uh, you know, people were opening up their Wi-Fi. like you can just come sit in the parking lot. And so there were kids literally in parking lots doing homework on, on laptop computers. Yeah, it's uh, it was definitely crazy. I'm glad this last semester they were able to um, actually be in classrooms. I mean, you could tell a lot of people were uh, eager and excited to be in a classroom, and you know, teachers as well. I felt like a lot of teachers put a lot of work and a lot of effort this past semester um, just to make. Well, everybody was glad to be back in the classroom, except yeah. for my oldest daughter. She was like, "I'll just continue online," and they they had that option this year though too it was kind of like they could do either or in high school anyway so yeah it was uh the senioritis i think so <laughs> i had that as well as <laughs> it happens but uh some of the things that they recently um so they recently put out a statement saying some of the you know what are the the money going to what is it going to be used for and so they have several projects they have a 10-year plan that was created and presented last october before um, the initial November um, ballot vote and uh, some of the projects they have for this summer are based on recommendations and the funding and they say that the funding comes from the secure rural schools which is a forest funds so the money that comes from um, logging um, the forests out here that help fund the schools the maintenance and operation levy which we've been talking about and other approved federal funds so those could be anything from the CARES Act to just normal federal funding for school districts. Um, and some of the some of the things that are happening are, you know, Naples Elementary. They're in their second phase of construction of the front office. And they have recommended the front office be moved to the main building for the security of staff and students. Any thoughts on? 
well, I, I actually like the placement better. Um, so my kid, I have one child who goes to Naples and they used to have the office out. Um, you had to go through the little gate. It was kind of like in the back of the school. So this one, it's nice because they have a, you know, window there. They can see you come in, you, but they buzz you in. And I mean, I, I just like the placement better for it. And it seems like it makes more sense to me, except now you have to, there's hardly ever parking over there. So you have to walk all the way. And they're planning to also demolish one of the 1972 modules. um, And they're going to be working with the South Boundary Fire Protection District, the Idaho State Fire Marshals. And they conducted a fire investigation class for firefighters while working on that project. It's kind of like a hit two birds with one stone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know down in in Naples, the the fire... uh, the volunteer fire department is right there next door so they do a lot of work with the naples school so yeah it actually um helped them save some money and they also are planning to update their fire control safeties and in addition put new flooring in all the classrooms um and as far as um naples it feels like a lot of stuff happening at naples they need it though we such a little little school you know, and, um, so I'm not saying I ever think that it like, cause I don't know for sure. But sometimes when you are the smaller one, maybe you get put off to the side for a little while <laughs> until some of the other where more kids go or being taken care of. And maybe that's a funding thing, you know, because the more kids you get, the more funding you get yeah. that type of thing. So uh, I'm not sure how many kids Naples has this year or has had this year but it's usually uh, I think it's less than 100 usually or right around yeah, and so um, speaking of another small school Mount Hall Elementary um, they're also getting new flooring for multiple classrooms new exterior doors and frames and they're also updating their fire control safety protocols and updating their equipment and they're getting a new water heater nice. so they're getting you know everyone's getting a little something um, Bonners Ferry High School uh, they have a flooring project that's going to be completed in multiple classrooms, a new surveillance camera system installed, and a concession stand and bathrooms constructed at the softball field. I, you know what? That's really awesome. Um, the concession. We're like snacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I would go to the football games, and you know, you have the concession stands, but at the same time, like the baseball field didn't have one. And the softball, or you know what? I think the baseball field does have one. They just weren't actively using it. Um, the softball field, I know for sure, does not have one. Um, they're kind of on their own too. They're kind of separated. So it's yeah. so I know like when there was other. I know that's that's really good. Um, they deserve it. They're a great team, and the people that attend those games, um, you know, they're there to support their kids and family and friends. So, um, just to accommodate them a little bit, it's definitely appreciated. At least for myself, I appreciate it. Yeah, same. <laughs> and they're gonna add a new sprinkler system for the middle school, and they will be updating the gym floors for the middle school, Valley View Elementary, and Bonners Ferry High School. 
So there's quite a few updates. Um, and they're improving their HVAC systems and upgrading to LED lighting to save on electrical expenses. And they received some of the help and funding from the City of Bonners Ferry and the Bonville Power Administration. So yeah, it's, uh, there's quite a few things going on. Um, good amount of improvements kind of spread around feel like overall like uh you know these schools are pretty old so you know and i'm sure they don't get enough we already know they don't get a lot of funding so to make these upgrades is sometimes difficult or not financially feasible so to see that these things are actually happening and you know there's it's the only going to benefit the the students and in the long run and and you really think about in the long run you know, the better we educate the future generations, the better we're going to be because they're going to be the ones that are running the fire department, nice. that they're going to be working all the businesses and making sure they're going to be the ones eventually passing laws and make, making making the decision on yeah. what goes where. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's important, important that they are, um, you know, funded properly for their future. So it's an interesting, uh, you know, topic. Uh, Something that we saw happen across the nation where schools were, you know, changing and evolving. And, you know, there's definitely room for improvement. Um, and a lot of schools have now have the opportunity to upgrade their facilities, um, which is a good thing. Uh, I think the biggest concern, and this is an issue that's happened a lot of places with these older schools, um, they have a lot of lead in like the yeah. piping and the paint. So just getting that up to code and even, you know, the updating like fire safety concerns, like that's, that's important to make sure that if there ever, God forbid, but if there ever was, that we would be prepared for that. So um, just having all those updates definitely helps our, our schools and makes for a more educated and more informed, you know, populace. Thank you for listening to the 7B Podcast. My name is Victor Crow Martinez, and I'm with Jennifer Wright. And have a nice day.